Your hides are so much more not so in your face. In your face. Well, I have I'm to trying say I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm trying to tame it. Tame it a little. Yes, you're doing Hold well. on, hold on. And the mug, did it survive? The mug survived oh, the look. move, folks. Her podcast mug has survived. It looks beautiful as always. It's, it's nice washed. and clean. <laughs> I washed it because I didn't know what the hell was on the bubble wrap. So didn't want to give myself the Delta variant of the COVID. Oh, yeah, true that. <laughs> or whatever other 20,000 versions are now floating around. Right, right. So I, uh, it's clean. It's back. Mm-hmm. I know it was a little weird last time. I didn't have the mug. It was just different because you had this big blue plastic thing and I was offended for you. Well, it's called a cup and no. it holds more liquid. No, I don't think so. Your beer it's, seems to fit perfectly in your cup. It is. I, I love my little coffee cup. Yeah, it's good. I love it. It's perfect. <laughs> so how was your week? Uh, my week was okay. Nothing too exciting. Uh, what? Yeah. This week, though, is going to be super busy. Tell me. Super busy. It's just a lot right. of work, work stuff. Ooh. So we have people coming to visit. I don't know what my role is in this because I don't have anything prepared. And I still really don't know what I do at my job. Oh, well, so, that's fun. Yep, that's helpful. Um, and <laughs> you then just we show have, up and collect a paycheck. I like it. Yep. And then we have, you know, Mando Fun Day on Wednesday. Uh, we're going to a museum, Marine Corps Museum in Quantico. Cool. Excuse me. Um, the funny thing behind that is there are no Marines that work okay. in our office, like in our branch. No Marines. I don't know how this came to be a option, but so that, okay, okay. Yep, yep, we're going there. And then on Thursday, we have a going away for one of our Navy guys. No, three of our Navy guys. They're all getting ready to go on terminal around the same time. Wow. And okay. So on top of that, Thursday is also my husband's birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday, hubs! Yeah. Um, I got him a couple presents. I hope he likes them. He'll never open them. And okay. I got him another present that'll show up on his birthday. Good. Which will be really good. I would say something, but I don't, like, I honestly don't know if he listens to these. Probably not because of our topics are not anything interesting to him. But in yeah, the event but this that he will does. post yeah. after his birthday. <gasps> you have a good point. All right. So I got him some cool. <laughs> I got him some cool little Lego kits. Oh. <gasps> They're cards. Is he a Lego fan too? Yes, but like I mentioned before, he never opens them. They just stay nice and pristine in the box. Pieces still wrapped in plastic kind of ordeal. Okay. Yep. So I got him two. Oh, so he's like a collector. Yes, like the ultimate collector. Yes. Yeah. And then my uh, husband can't control himself. He just has to rip everything open and play with it. Yeah. Yeah, because our last episode, you even said he doesn't even build the thing that's the box is for. He just goes on his own imagination. He does. He's he's epic with it, too. Yep, and then uh, I bought him a gift certificate to get a figure print of his shaman made. Okay. So it's like a 3D printed figure. Wow. So I got him that because he's been mentioning it. And he's got a couple outfits he likes, so I figured he'd have fun playing dress up until he figured out which one he wanted ultimately printed forever. <laughs> so that's what I got for his birthday. Eh? It's super that's nerdy. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Friday. Friday, there's another going away for one of the officers. Okay. And I also start my next set of college classes. Shit, woman. You got your meds handy? Next Sounds week. like next week you're going to need your happy meds. <laughs> you guys will get an update on Saturday <laughs> or Sunday or whatever. A week from now. Time is hard. Oof. Anyway, how about you? How was your week? Uh, I moved. I'm officially moved into our house. Yeah. And I love it. Good. We're slowly unpacking because I don't really know how I want to set the house up yet. 
but we got all the important stuff um, unpacked and um, any crazy I, uh, renovation plans? Painting? Yes, I'm gonna. Uh, they've already started uh, redoing the bathrooms, and okay. so most of the ceilings have that popcorn stuff on yes. it. And so they started scraping the popcorn off because he was like, it just drives me crazy. So he got two rooms completely done and he started in the bathrooms. Uh, but because we had to move out so quickly, he wasn't able to actually finish yeah. painting the ceilings. All the popcorn is gone, but we just got to finish painting the ceilings. And so um, I'm not, I'm probably going to change the color in our, uh, in the guest bathroom because we're going to do it all bear themed oh, and yeah. foresty. So I'm going to probably change the color because it's, it's a light color on the walls. Yeah. So I may make it a little darker and kind of foresty. Um, but we absolutely love it. Like it, it clearly is like a blank canvas for us to do whatever we want to do with it, you know? So uh, we're pretty excited though. Pretty excited. The animals have, uh, Leonidas was just so excited so excited about his backyard just yeah. loves the house loves everything rue on the other hand protested in <laughs> true cat for fashion. a couple of days yes <laughs> in the bathroom would not come out of the bathroom then would go into the our uh closet in the master bedroom and would not come out of there but he is finally finally decided to give the house a chance and i think he really likes it that's good He's got a lot more hiding places. Yeah, so. I was going to say, he's got plenty of closets <laughs> to hide in. It's like, oh, we're afraid to close the door because we're not sure where the cat is. Like, yep. okay, well, you know. That's but, funny. Yeah. yeah. So far, Mississippi has treated us well. However, we're watching Fred pretty closely. But I think it's actually going to hit the Florida. We've been watching, you know, when you look at the diagram, they've got that little cone. Yep. Yeah. So the cone kept getting it closer and closer to us, and then we were in the cone, and now we're out of the cone again. So we're like, well, about to it right now. Is it still out in the Atlantic? Uh, I think it's about to. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's finally in the Gulf, but it's closer to Florida. It's gonna go up the Florida coast, I believe. I'll just look it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's gonna miss you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unless so, it does but, some crazy fucking turn. Which, you know, how weather can it go. And then ball. there's another one, Grace. But I think that one's going to miss us, too, because it's projected to actually hit. Uh, let's see. That looks like probably going to hit Louisiana. We may get in that cone, but we'll be on the edge of it. So it's a nice little welcome to Mississippi storm. Parade of storms coming through. I just want to know what genius decided to put the name Fred into the mix of hurricane names. Because honestly, when you first said Fred, I thought you were being a smartass. <laughs> and then I was like, nope, that, why would you just call a hurricane Fred? But yes, like what? Well, because generally that's, you know, a random thing. That's what somebody calls yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. If you don't Fred. know the name, the name is Fred. Yes. Yeah. Well, Fred is a real tropical storm, yes. and he is uh, headed up the Florida coast. Um, on, the, on the west side. Yes, yeah. on the west side. So, but it's, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. And your work schedule is better? Actually, I am no longer on weekends, woohoo, or nights. So I'm back into the normal hours, Monday through Friday, eight to five. Oh, eight to five, not nine to five. I don't know. I was thinking nine to five. <laughs> Sometimes I'm really <laughs> glad our listeners cannot see our facial expressions, but then we just like have these weird, awkward pauses and then bust out laughing. Yes. So it's because we're making faces at each other, people. It's yes. because that's what we're doing. Um, I do have a little dilemma here. What's your dilemma? I don't know what story I'm going with. Jesus Christ, Sabrina. 
I have a couple. Do you at least have, like, notes for all of them, so? Yes. Yes. Do you want to do, like, a roll the dice type thing? Well, here's the thing. I've really had a good time when we were all surprised by the one story that That you randomly, yep. (laughs) (laughs) So I actually have six short stories that I've not read yet, and I'm trying to go back. I have a one story that I've actually read and done research, and it's pretty juicy. And then I've got like six short stories that I have not read, which could be fun. You know that it could be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Won't lie, editing that episode was probably one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> that one in the Legos, like so far, those are my favorite. Pretty. We've had some pretty good episodes. Yeah. Some pretty, pretty good episodes. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, G. G is our number one fan for sure. Um, he, G. he uh, messaged me to let me know that he got halfway through the most recent episode and he was glad that there were other people at work this time. <laughs> <laughs> and then he is going to listen to the rest of it because he's excited to listen about Legos. So, but yeah, number one fan. And, gee, we did get your email, so thank you. Yep, I will definitely send you a response. By the time you hear this, you'll have a response. Oh, yeah, for sure. We have plans for for that episode suggestion. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also, Sabrina pointed it out, but I checked again today, and we're almost to 250 downloads. We made it over 200. People are listening. Have you seen our map? Yeah, it's super red glowy. Like. It's pretty it's good. amazing. And there's some like new random spots down in the I Pacific. I know. Yeah. I'll just so shout that out to my like hashtags or something. There you go. Mm. Well, shout out to all of the new listeners. Welcome. Yeah, welcome to. Sorry, um, welcome to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not that boring. I promise you. It's not. I just I have this thing where I like to hold my breath or breathe and very shallow, and then I'm like, "Fuck!" My brain is like, "Woman, if you don't breathe a lot of air, you're gonna pass out." So we don't need any pass, we don't need any passing outies. No, no passy outies. No passy outies. All right, I think I've decided on my story. Have you? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you go first this week. Oh, So welcome to another episode (laughs) of Coffee, Chaos, and Chatter. I am Sarah. I have lovely Sabrina in her brand new home with me. What's up? She gave me the privilege after I called her and forced her to give me a tour of her home. (laughs) And it is lovely. But you got a private tour. I did. I got a private tour while uh, working out. So that that win. That's a win. Um, Mm -hmm. But yes, uh, Sabrina in her fun fashion I think is going to do a surprise topic that she just pulled up because why not (laughs) because we all know that you know I was definitely not the let's see best school student ever because you know I don't really like doing research I like to be surprised along with the rest of us as as I read my notes (laughs) that I don't have let me just read this story oh shit that happened (laughs) <laughs> but I actually did read this one and it's uh it's pretty good it's pretty good all right where, where uh, are we going in the world we are actually going back in time oh back in time to the late 1800s oh we're not on early the same time period okay 1900s um and this is on Lizzie Brown Hillet Halliday Okay, okay. We're going to go with that. All right. She is known. <clears throat> Him. She is. Uh, this bitch is crazy. There's just no way to, no other way to put this. Okay. She's just crazy. So. Um, she's actually known to have murdered at least five people. Known. Like okay. it is known. Five it is people. Known. Okay. Uh, but she is sus- suspected of killing way more. 
She did die in 1918. Um, and where I'm reading this is actually from a New York Almanac and also got some of these from the New York Times. Wait, time out. Mm-hmm. Your fucking story is in New York. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going oh, to New York with you too? Yep, we will be in New York oh. today. All right, so continue. Continue. So, uh, New York Times described her as the worst woman on earth. So, wow. Um, well, they should live. That this gives time. us hope that you know that means we're we're good. We're good. No, the worst just, woman on earth. That was during has, that time. Well, thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If she's already walked the earth, then I think the rest of us. I mean, I'm pretty sure Eve probably gave her a run for her money, but. We'll call her second worst woman on earth. Yeah, sure. Okay. There we go. Okay. Um, Much of the country believed, at least for a short time, that she was actually Jack the Ripper. Wow. Yes. Who, you know, Jack the Ripper responsible for, like, the grisly, I think it was Whitechapel in London? Yeah, I think so. London? Somewhere. Somewhere. Anyways. Uh, she was born uh, Elizabeth Margaret McCain Mc, Mc, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. um, in Ireland in 1864, and she came to this country with her parents three years later. So she was three when they moved to stateside. Yep. Um, she married Charles Hopkins, also known as Ketspool Brown, in 1879. She gave birth to a son. Um, Hopkins died two years later. Um, She then remarries Artemis Brewer. Um, He was a veteran, or he was described as a veteran and a a parishioner. Okay. Uh, He died less than a year of their marriage. Oh, no. Here it starts. It's starting. Starting. She's a murderer. It's happening. Wait, is um, she in it for funeral money? Uh, I don't think she was that smart. Oh, okay. Right. Now, it, the New York Times says whether these men died of natural deaths or were murdered is not known. So there was no actual investigation or anything like that. Yeah. I'm sure she probably got some life insurance money. Probably. Um, Her next venture was Herman Parkinson's, who deserted her within a year. So he was like, deuces, bitch, I'm out. Then she married uh, Parkins. Hold on. So Parkins left. He's still alive. Okay. But she goes on to marry a guy named George Smith who was the friend and um, comrade of her second husband, Artemis. Okay, the woman's keeping it close. Got it. Okay, mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. So she's just kind of getting passed around by the fellas. So yep. now we're on husband number four, yep, right? We yeah, are. we're on four. Mm-hmm. Okay. A few, within a few months of their marriage, she tried to kill Smith by giving him a cup of poison tea. Failing in her design... She fled to Billow Falls, Vermont, okay. taking with her every portable article in the house. So basically, she cleaned them out. Yep. He doesn't die. She cleans them out. So while she's in Vermont, Lizzie marries Charles Playstell. Man, this woman play? just, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> so now we're on husband number five. Number five, yep. Okay. Uh, she lived with him for about two weeks before disappearing. She afterwards turns up in Philadelphia and arranged to stay with the McClellan family who had been, uh, McNay's neighbors when she was in Ireland. She opened up a small shop there and shortly thereafter burned it down for the insurance money. (laughs) Oh, see, she figured it out. (laughs) Husband number five and business later she did get arrested for that crime and she served two years in prison okay okay so so she was she did her time for that one um 
at some point after her release from the Eastern Penitentiary in Philadelphia, she turned up in Newburgh in Orange County, <laughs> where she met Paul Hilliday, a widower living in Birmingham a with widower. his son. Widower. Okay. And he's living with his sons. Okay. So she goes to work for him as a housekeeper, and he eventually marries her. Uh, though neighbors later said the marriage was just his way of avoiding to pay her for her services. Okay. Yep. That, you know, <laughs> so, that's fair. Even though it's like, a- you're kind of still paying her with other things now. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that way is a lot cheaper than actually giving him some coin. I don't know. She is pretty cray. Does he know well, about her previous marriages? Uh, uh, I mean, if we're on what number six now, yeah, five, six. six. So, Jesus, there's no telling. Okay, so their married life does not seem to have been pleasant. Uh-huh. Uh, the New York Times reports, uh, are reported in what must rank as one of the greatest journalistic understatements of a lifetime. Uh, she soon in el- eloped with the neighbor, stealing a team of horses in order to accelerate their flight. Um, her companion actually deserted her and she was arrested. Her counsel entered a plea of insanity and she was sent to the asylum. So somebody's finally picking up this bitch's cray cray. Yeah. Um, Lizzie convinced her husband to, uh, release her to come and claim her so yep. she can get released from the asylum. Uh, and she returned the favor by burning his house down. Okay. Yep. And the barn. Yep. And a nearby mill, killing one of his sons in the process. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, then Paul disappeared randomly, just up and disappeared. Lizzie told the neighbors that he was traveling, but suspicious, they searched the property. They did not find Paul, but they did find two bodies under the haystack in the barn. The deceased turned out to be Margaret and Sarah McClellan, the wife and daughter of the man who provided Lizzie a home in Philadelphia. Both have been shot to death. Oh, no. Like, those were her Irish neighbors, like, from way back. And, oh, my God, what the fuck? Yeah. And how did they end up there? Like, she had to have been traveling with these bodies. Yeah. That's the only way. Either that or convince them to come and visit and then kill them when they showed up. Now she probably traveled with him. What the fuck? It's like, it kind of reminds me. I wonder if she did like that doll thing. No, probably not. Back in the 1800s. She probably wasn't smart enough for that. No, probably not. She's just crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, this woman's crazy. (laughs) So around the middle of September, just a few days after arresting Lizzie for the murders of the McClellan's authorities, did discover the body of Paul Hilliday under the floorboards of his house. Lizzie was charged with that crime as well as confined to Sullivan County Jail to await trial. Her time there was not uneventful. I'm sure it wasn't. (laughs) For a long time after her arrival, she refused to eat, and it became necessary for the jail physician to force liquid food through her nostrils, so she had a feeding tube. Can you imagine what that was like in the 1800s? No, nope. <laughs> I just, like, you know when you get too much water up your nose and it just burns in your whole, yes. That's, that's, every time I read that, that's what I just feel right here. Like, ah. Um, in November, she tried to strangle the sheriff's wife. Okay. A few days later, she set fire to her bedclothes. In December, she tried to hang herself with binding torn from the bottom of her dress. Wait, how did she get a hold of anything that could produce fire? This was the 1800s. Yes, but she's in prison. I feel like jail cells back then were just as damp and cold and shitty as you see in the movies. She got oh, too She sick. probably got the fucking torch. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. She probably somehow got fabric on a stick i don't fucking know okay anyway she's clever she's insane but she's clever um so on december 15th 
she came near ending her life by gashing her throat and arms in a terrible manner with broken glass from her cell window. <sighs> yeah. For the last three months, it had been necessary to keep her chained to the floor. They changed, chained this bitch to the floor. <laughs> yeah, just let her, just let her go. It's clear that she like. I guess it's more torturous keeping her alive, though. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. During her time in county jail, Lizzie became a national celebrity of sorts. The New York City newspapers, uh, ever on the lookout for a sensational story, soon discovered uh, the Hilliday saga and gave it front page coverage. Wow. Papers from around the country soon followed suit. Oh, no. So this, I mean, she was, she was hopping. This bitch Clearly. was crazy. She was murdering people. She was causing all kind of hell, and everybody wanted in on the story. It's uh, similar to present day. Okay. I mean, nothing has changed. History repeats itself. <laughs> Got it. Uh, from its circumstances, origin, conception, and execution, it's a unique characteristic and abnormal personalities and particular look. Uh, hmm. Yep. Partic- yep. I don't, where, where was I going with this? And I just lost my spot. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, peeps. Uh, let's see. It involves, uh, and above all, the strangest and mysterious of its great central figure uh, is just some of the ways that the New York, New York world reporter Edwin Atwell wrote of this case. So he used a lot of, Strange. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the world's coverage didn't stop there. Enterprising columnist Nellie Bly also capitalized on the sensation aspects of Lizzie's life and made two strips, uh, two trips to interview her. So people were coming in all over. And I want to say I saw a. I wonder how an interview with a crazy person would go, though. I bet that would be. It'd probably be like interviewing Hannibal Lecter. Only she didn't Mm -hmm. eat her victims. She was probably just fucking out of her mind. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, While she was being held, uh, Lizzie was linked to the London murders. And this is where they started to think that she was Jack the Ripper. Um. Uh, Let's see, who issued a statement to the press indicating that recent investigations show that Miss Hilliday is in all probability connected with the famous Whitechapel murders. Um, We suspect that this mysterious creature was connected with the horrible Chapel murders the Daily Times reported. Uh, Nothing that Sheriff Beecher asked the suspect point blank about her involvement. In addition, the sheriff said, I said to Miss Hilliday, Lizzie, you are accused of the Whitechapel murders. Are you guilty? Do you think I'm an elephant? She replied. That was done by a man. Okay. What is that even? What? I have no idea. The only thing I can think is like elephant in the room, but that's kind of the wrong context. Yeah, but then again, you got to remember she's crazy. Yep, yep, she's psychotic. Mm -hmm. Uh, No evidence was ever found to implicate Lizzie in the Jack the Ripper murders, but authorities had little doubt that they had discovered only a small percentage of her victims. Um, So... There was one other part that I thought was really... Oh, okay. So her last victims. Uh, Convicted in Sullivan County uh, for Sarah, one of the McClellan girls, uh, Lizzie Holiday was sentenced to be executed only to have that sentence commuted. Uh, She spent the rest of her life in Medawan Hospital for the Criminally Insane. Uh, where she was 
constantly a source of trouble, attempting to escape numerous times and assaulting several attendants, uh, including Nurse Willie Wickers, Nilly Wickers. Wow. What a name. (laughs) Um, So uh, this nurse was actually stabbed more than 200 times in 1906 after she told Lizzie of her plans to leave the hospital for other employment. Clearly, Miss Wickers died from her wounds. Lizzie did die at the hospital on June 18th, 1918. Jesus, what a psycho woman. (laughs) I mean, she's fucking nuts. I did have... Oh, there it is. Schizophrenia? So... Um, and I, I'm going to share this picture on our, 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 uh, website. website. So in October 17th, 1906, they have like a little clipping and it's like a cartoon drawing of this lady laying on the floor with, I guess, Lizzie having some kind of scissors in her hand, getting ready to stab her. Yeah. And then it just, it looks like it's probably the heading for the newspaper or something, but it's cray cray. It's uh, it's pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. So that is Lizzie. Uh, yeah. Lizzie holiday. Holiday. Can we just talk crazy bitch? Like real quick. <laughs> <laughs> one, one. She married six different men. Like, what? Two. And in the late 1800s, wasn't that, like, completely unheard of? I'm sure it went against some religious bullshit. But, like, how many of these marriages were legit? Like, who's to say they didn't well, just... Well, I'm going to say, who's... Which... Let's see. It was the third husband that just kind of left her? Yeah, just fuck it. So, fuck she it. was technically still married to the third man. And if that's the case, that means she had... An affair. Oh, and then Ugh. she left the other one. So she had, like, what, three husbands at the same time at one point? Yeah, Is that what like it was? That. Yeah, I think so. Well, I think the fifth fifth one was more like a sugar daddy type scenario. I don't know. That's a hot mess of a story. My brain. <laughs> I can understand why they called her the worst woman on wor- on earth, but yeah, she was. Did you imagine if she really was Jack the Ripper? Yeah, how did they link that though? Because that should happen in London. Yeah, I don't know. There's no stories of her traveling. Mm-mm. Just to hear from Ireland. Yeah. So. And she was three, so it's not like she had any connections back. Other than yeah. the ones that she killed. <sighs> Fuck you, Lizzie, you psycho bitch. Mm-hmm. Jesus. My brain. It's, uh... There was so much going on in that story. I'm telling you, she's, like, all over the place. And how do you fell poisoning tea? Not enough arsenic? I guess so. But Is that a thing? Like, maybe. Maybe she forgot to put it in. Well, maybe she put I'm it in her she... tea. Oh, <laughs> that may have helped the craziness. Who no, knows? No, no. What the fuck? Traveling with dead bodies, putting them under haystacks, put the husband in the floorboards. <sighs> yeah, how would you even? I guess the stench. I guess the stench. But she burned his house down. So yeah, that's the other thing. Like, how many houses did this man own? This story is. All over the place. <laughs> yeah. And imagine being forced to stay alive in a jail in the late 1800s. Like, bitch, you're going to stay alive and you're going to suffer. We will force feed you food. Mm-hmm. Chained to the floor. Yeah. Because you can't be trusted to, to be higher than the floor. I don't, I don't know. Jesus. She, uh, she was definitely a pistol. Yes. <laughs> yes, she was. So, Jesus, that's my my crazy bitch story. That was a good one. If yeah. she was alive during this time, she'd be the one that like sets fire to cars and 
slashes tires and all right, you're probably going to have to edit this part out, but she would probably be praised. In this. You are correct. She would be praised. I'm not editing You get it, girl power. You yeah. get yes. yourself some husbands and just go on, sister. <laughs> and didn't you say she had a kid? Yeah, I don't know what happened to the son. No idea. He probably like, man, my mother is fucking off her face, retarded. He probably crazy. stayed with her parents. Surely. She probably killed them, too. I mean, you're not wrong. Her and the Kodiak killer would have got got along great. Oh, yeah. I wonder if all the killers just kind of meet up and, like, so. (laughs) Like, monthly meetings? So. (laughs) Yeah. How's your month gone? (laughs) Well, my tally's up to four. Uh, Serial Killers Anonymous? Yeah. You know. You doing okay, Jack? Yeah. How about you, (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Jack. It's been two days since my last murder. Congratulations, man. Here's your (laughs) chip. That's ridiculous. All right. Well. Wait, instead of chips, when they get like. No, I need to stop. I just went really dark in my head. I'm not going to put that out there. (laughs) I think it's appropriate for this. (laughs) Well, I was thinking what they like pass out, I don't know, finger phalanges or something. (laughs) (laughs) Got my lucky rabbit's butt. If you go a whole five years, we'll give you a femur. (laughs) If you're really lucky, we'll give you the skull to drink your wine from. Oh, my God. All right. We are going to hell, but that's all right. All right, so that's Lizzie. Uh Uh-oh. What happened? Here we go. I don't know. What have you done? Okay, welcome back. Oh, shit. You went away again. Oh, no. Where am I? Help me. It's so dark. Okay. Okay. You're back. Oh, oof. I'm starting to get worried. Oh, gotcha. Lizzie's gone. You're good. You're good. Lost in the ones and zeros. All right, well, since we're weirdos, we're sticking to New York. (laughs) You know, guys, like, we honestly do not coordinate any of these stories at all. Like, I don't even tell her what I'm thinking about. We really try not to talk during the week because we know that we're going to have this podcast. I feel like, do I need, I'm going to have to open up my other beer for your story, huh? If there's ghosties. Perfect. And I just want to let you guys know that Sabrina scared the living fucking shit out of me <laughs> because I was, was watching, I was watching a video of like these amateur ghost hunters in this fucking building and Sabrina messaged me on Skype and it made a sound and I fucking jumped like <laughs> was not expecting loud ass sound in both ears. Okay, so. Invested. I was invested. Because Sarah does her research and she knows exactly what's going to happen. You should see. I've got like nine tabs open on this server browser and I got two more on the other one. And I got my notes up. I got lots of links. Because sometimes you do ghosty stories, right? And you're looking, looking, looking. And the only way you can get any sort of, like, paranormal activity stuff is if you watch the fucking videos. Because all of these articles, oddly enough, I was scrolling through Facebook news, and I came Mm -hmm. across this article. And it was, woman falls 15 to 20 feet after a portion of the flooring gave way during a ghost hunting investigation. And I was like, gotta click that. That's a story to talk about. Yeah. I can do more research. You know, sorry about your (laughs) fall, lady, but you gave me something to talk about, you know? And, um, so I read the article. Basically, it's a... a way to go out, though. She didn't need... She didn't die. What? No, she just fell, fucking broke her leg and some ribs or something, and she's fine. Oh, well, shit. All right. Well, she ain't the ghosty. But it was a a man-woman combo, Mm -hmm. and they decided to not get permission to investigate this building okay Uh, it doesn't really say what time 
this happened, but she fell through the floor. They took her to the hospital. No charges filed. No charges pressed. Okay. So, moving on. I was like, I'll talk about this building in our podcast. Why not? So, we'll be talking about the Buffalo Central Terminal. Okay. Said to be one of the most haunted buildings in New York. I'm pretty sure you have my laptop tapped somehow. Why? Did you have this on your list? No, but I was in New York. New York. Anyway. (laughs) Wait, when were you in New York? My story was in New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just think we have some crazy level of fucking ESP. Well, of course. We've always had that, though. Like, I'm really excited every weekend to see if we're even in the same time era, like, same region. But this this podcast, we're both in New York, so. Heck, yeah. All right. So, hey, hey, can we pause real quick? Yeah. Do I, do I need to throw a knife in? Elevator, elevator music. Hi. No, we don't need a hi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back from the elevator music. Sorry yes. about that, guys. No. Okay. Um, I think I just started. Anyways, okay. Uh, the Buffalo Central Terminal was built in 1929, so well after Lizzie's crazy escavades in New York. Yep. yep. A few years. Um, it was noted to be one of the busiest train stations for 50 years. So it seemed to have declined after World War II, kind of, you know, ended. And the need for trains were no longer required as automobiles and other methods of travel took over. Um, The building was designed by architects Fellheimer and Wagner. And it was built to accommodate up to 10,000 passengers and 200 trains a day. Damn. So it was Fairly busy. And some of the pictures, like the black and white pictures you see, it's just packed full of people. Wow. That was the, that was the place to be. A place to be. Well, you got to remember, too, like, this is a, around the same time a lot of the immigration was happening. And you're still on the East Coast, you know, so the majority of the population lives on the East Coast. So, and New York was, you know, the apple. Mm-hmm. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Anyway. New York. All right. (laughs) You know, New York is one of the places I have never, like, I just, everybody's like, oh, I want to go to New York. I want to see all the, I have no interest in going to New York ever. You know, it actually wasn't terrible because Damien and I went there on our road trip around America and, uh, like, we stayed on Manhattan Island Mm -hmm. and where we stayed was actually pretty quiet. The ferry itself pretty good like it's free it goes back and forth multiple times a day um and then you can basically get anywhere from there but we went to uh a play we went to aladdin that was so good like it was good so i can understand like the appeal of it yeah yeah um and then of course we went and saw the 9-11 monument that they put in which was mind-blowing like it's so large you can't grasp how large that is until you see it in real life yeah so but like there's things to do but well yeah i mean but i can also understand from somebody that's never gone like before i was like i have no desire to want to even be in the chaos of new york yeah so (laughs) i get it i get it you get both sides of that coin yeah um that's cool though all right sorry like it'd be it'd be a nice place to go for i think we went for four days and we just kind of took our time, enjoyed what we could see. And yeah. No flash mobs? No flash mobs. I'm a little disappointed. I know. It was before COVID, pre-COVID. No <laughs> flash mobs. How dare them. <laughs> um, all right. So the terminal was the center stop between New York City and Chicago. So another major city during that time. Popping lots of people. Um. And the building consisted of a main concourse, a 17-story office tower, uh, a four-story baggage building. So that's a lot of baggage. So back then, I can understand literally losing your baggage. Right? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? (laughs) Have you seen a brown suitcase? (laughs) Have you seen a brown suitcase? (laughs) 
They're all brown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sir. <laughs> um, it also had a two-story mill building. Wow. And it had a detached train concourse. So not only did it have its main concourse, it also had a detached one. Um, it was approximately, or it is approximately 17 acres large in the middle of Buffalo's Polonia. Polonia? Some area in Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty big. Um, that's huge. Yeah, 17 acres is pretty large. Yeah. Yeah, no, thank you. Okay. As I mentioned before, after World War II, activity at the train station started to decline. Uh, the owner, Tony Fideli, um, tried to keep it alive as long as he could because he really loved the building uh, and what it meant and just its history. But he just couldn't keep up with the cost of the building anymore, so he put it up for sale in 1956. Um, by 1979, all train traffic to the terminal ceased because Amtrak opened a new train station or a new you know, station. Am Amtrak. And basically all of the people moveth there. So the need for trains between New York and Chicago were no longer as slow, I guess. Um, wow. In 1990s. Cool place to hang out. Amtrak. Yeah. Ugh. Fancy, new, exciting technology. Bah humbug. <laughs> That's probably what Tony Fideli said. F you pesky kids. Anyway. Um, in 1997, the Scott Field of Preservation Coalition of Erie County bought the abandoned building for $1. Wow. $1. Yeah, imagine 17 acres worth of building for $1. How they pull that off? I don't know. But I want to get 17 acres for $1. After in a building, a haunted building at that. I don't even care if there's a haunted building or not. That's 17 acres. That's a lot of for a dollar. In the middle of Buffalo. I don't know if you'd ever want that. I mean, land is land. It don't matter where it is. Unless it's in the swamps. You can't really do much with that. Anyways, following their $1 purchase, uh, they then began the Restoration Corporation. So this Restoration Corporation was formed. I was actually on the website today for it. Um, COVID kind of put a kink in things. The restoration costs kind of put a kink in things. They are now looking for new board members as of 2021 to get this back and running. Um, it is currently estimated to cost around $75 million to restore the building back to what it was in the early 1920s, 30s. And they bought it for a dollar. Yeah, bought it for a dollar. <laughs> $75 million to restore it. And that was back in 19, or, uh, like early 2000s. So, wait a minute. So that's not, they bought yeah. 17 acres for $1, $1. in 2000. Yeah. In like the early 2000s. Yeah. Well, 1997, yes. How? I don't know. Who? Is it the ghosties? It could be. Did the ghosties negotiate this deal? Because if they did, I'm going to need to borrow them because we're, we're going to have some more deals to negotiate. For $1? For $1. One, $1, $1, $1. Do I hear $1? No. Go I would have paid $1.50. Yeah, I'm right? just saying. Anyway. Let me go get my quarters out of my car real quick. <laughs> Hold on, I got some pennies. One, two, three. And so the, now it's going to take how much, how many millions to restore? Um, at the time of the article that I read, at 2011, it was estimated to cost $75 million for restoration. $75 million. Million. That's, That's true. That's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, that's... But they're trying to bring it back to the way that it was when it was first built, right? Yes. Okay. But that's 74999999 dollars more than what they paid for the building. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to say that. I kept waiting and waiting. waiting. <laughs> so. Oh, my goodness. That was epic. Yes. 
was good. All right. While it has been being spoken about getting restoration done, um, it has been sitting derelict. Like nobody's touched it. A bunch of homeless people have lived in it. A bunch of vandalism has occurred to it. Uh, But it is a routine place for ghost hunters and paranormal enthusiasts to explore. Generally, they get permission to fucking explore it. Meanwhile, old lady decided she didn't need that. And then fell and broke her leg. Fell through the floor, yeah. Well, that's what you get. I'm pretty sure Ghosty pushed her. Probably. Bitch, you didn't have permission. Yeah, probably. Let's see if you can fly. Oh, look, you can't. (laughs) Well, that's unfortunate. You're still alive. Damn. Damn we, were gonna, we were gonna welcome you into our ghosty world yeah all right and so now here's the part of my story that gets into the ghostiness so i watched no. ghost hunters because they're not nearly as obnoxious as, as zach bagan's one and two they actually try to bring a logical thought behind some of the things they catch okay. so like you know they'll hear a weird sound oh jk it was just a leaky water pipe or oh god yeah. we heard a yeah. sound no it was our crew in the next door but yeah they okay. did catch some things that were unexplainable. unexplainable? Oh. And since the building was so large and they were in such different areas of the terminal, uh, I watched one of their uh, episodes from about three years ago. Ugh. Ghosties. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was so invested in this movie. Mo- movie. I was so invested in this video. And then you messaged me. During their night-long stay at the Buffalo Central Terminal, they heard various haunting voices. Anytime they would walk on the second floor, they would have the sensation or the feeling or the sound of somebody walking next to them. But when they would stop, the sound would also stop. Okay. So we got a ghosty following step by step. So, during one of the times that they stopped, they panned their camera, you know, into one of the side rooms, and then they heard the footsteps, and it stopped. So, it wasn't just, you know, the echoing of their footsteps, because they were standing still looking in this room. So, that's... Okay. Um, They also caught a sound. To me, like, listening to it, it actually sounds like a train stopping, like that breaking sound you would hear but they seem to think it was more of like a screaming sound i mean it's kind of the same thing if you you know okay but where they were at yeah it sounded more like the sounding of a like a train stopping to me but it's possible it could have been a crazy sound um they did though catch like this crazy demonic sounding scream near the water fountain which is um, one of the areas that a lot of other paranormal people have gone, as well as, like, some of the restoration crew, they would mention, like, there's a lot of things going on here at this water fountain. Um, that was Lizzie. I'm pretty sure she was a demon. I doubt she was at the train station. I mean, you don't The train station life. was built after her death. Well, she probably saw that and was like, why the fuck wasn't this in my lifetime? And just decided to start haunting. Let me just say, real quick in the middle of this story, fuck that fucking dog. (laughs) Oh, I don't hear the dog. Oh, but I do hear the door. And the hubs. Oh, I hear the dog now. (laughs) Okay. I'll never edit that out. Okay, anyway. Um... They also picked up a recording of a man stating, like, very clearly, bring back the girls. But it didn't sound hostile. It sounded more like a dad asking, like, hey, bring the girls back. You know, train's coming kind of thing. Um, And the coolest part. Was he on his cell phone? The coolest part. They didn't have cell phones in fucking the 1940s, Sabrina. Travel. Fucking hell. Anyways. (laughs) Selfie. Uh, two of the ghost hunters went in with a K2 meter, so it picks up, you know, uh, things, magnetic, whatever. Yeah, yep. wave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were asking questions, and they got a response on their little light signature thing, and they asked, you know, are you a man? No response. And I'm like, okay, well, are you a woman? The two of the little, little lights came on, and I was like, ooh. ooh. 
And then they're like, okay, well, you know, are you waiting to get on a train? Nothing. Or are you waiting for someone, you know, are you waiting for a train to arrive? And three of the little lights lit up. Oh. And then they started getting like this feeling of other entities being in the same room. Yeah. And so they were like, okay, um, are you alone? And there were no lights. And then, okay, well, are there others in here with you? And then a bunch of the lights came on. They're like, okay, cool, you know, come over to this meter, like, as close as you can and light up the lights for as long as you can. And it just, like, was going fucking nuts. And they're like, okay, you can you can stop now. And it stopped. (gasps) That's crazy. That's so crazy. That's that's crazy. That's really cool, though. Like, a cool way to communicate, I guess. But, yeah, so she's, like, trapped in the 1940s just waiting for a train to arrive. And this was in the main concourse area that they caught this activity. Um, they believe that it's possible she was waiting for someone to return from World War II. Uh, because uh, a lot of the activity that they did pick up was, you know, they believe that those are the spirits around that time frame are all World War II spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, like, some of the history claims that a lot of the men would, of course, go off to war in that train station and then they would never return to claim their baggage. And then... It also says that a lot of the men were sent home in coffins for their families to pick up. So they believe like their spirits are still tied to that luggage. And now Mm -hmm. they're just forever trying to find their luggage, I guess. You got four stories of it. So (laughs) happy hunting. Um, And the creepiest part. So they had a, had thermal camera right and then like their regular night vision camera with the enhanced sound or whatever oh my goodness look at you (laughs) and they picked up they picked up this form of a it looked like a hunched old little lady like doing like some tiptoeing thing they picked it up twice twice and it looked like it walked away and then like 40 seconds later it came back and it was near the water fountain but they didn't pick up anything on the regular camera and they didn't pick up any footsteps. Like they picked up no sound or nothing, but that on the thermal camera. Well, let Betty be. I'm going to call her Betty. It wasn't <laughs> <laughs> If I saw that, I would have peed my pants. Well, that's why we don't ghost hunt. And if we did decide to ghost hunt, we would have depends. We would be. <laughs> we would be like the less annoying versions of Zach Bacon. We would both be like the cameraman. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Except for the part when something really creepy happens that we can't explain, and then we scream and run out of there, like the pansies that we are. You don't but fuck imagine with just ghosts. picking up the little thermal like this figure walking, Ooh. and it just fades away, and then it fucking walks back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would for sure creep the hell out of me. I have fucking goosebumps. <laughs> that, that would creep the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, uh. But, you, I mean, you made it sound like a little old lady, so I'm picturing this little old lady. Well, that's just... how the little form looked like it walked, like, just these weird little. What if it was like a gremlin? It probably was, but holy fuck, like, it was creepy. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway, I have the link for the video that you're going to share at the I will fucking put the timestamp in there. This is when you can see this weird fucking thermal figure. Anyway. (laughs) So since the internet is currently plugged with 15,000 pages of of this woman fell 23 feet through a floor, um, the only other things that I can find for ghosty stories is there is one from some paranormal investigators talking to an unnamed girl and a young boy named Zachary, but that's all I found. It didn't say how that story went. Okay. It just said that they talked to these two. Cool. Okay. It was probably the one that the dudes like bring back the girls. Anyway. We had nachos for dinner. We're having some kind of curried chicken. I had to eat Asian chicken last night. How was it? Spicy. <laughs> <laughs> If you could 
use any word to explain your food last night. How was it? Spicy. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. What was the Asian chicken called? <laughs> Asian chicken. Is or that... Asian popcorn chicken. Where did you get it? Some Asian fusion place. We went bowling last night with a bunch of people. And uh, they're like, well, hey, this Asian place doesn't close. Let's go get this. And Eric looked at me and I was like, because you know me, I don't branch. Like, I fucking do not eat anything. When, that... I, when I come visit you, we're going to try all kinds of crazy shit. Maybe not. Oh, you fishies, absolutely. But... Go. Oh, you can go try fishies. I'll get a steak. I know I like steak. I'm not going to take you to a place that has fishies, okay? You, well, it you would be like... a solely fishy place, okay? I mean, we're on the ocean, so, like, all the places are fishy places. That is a fair point. Okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, moving on, finishing my story. I will cut this (laughs) off, but it is the beginning. Uh, There's also a story that I found. It's a very small segment of a story um, that talks about a woman named Rose who clearly dislikes men. Um, Was she on the Titanic? No. Not that rose. Not that rose. Okay. All right. Different Uh, rose. During a paranormal investigation, it was more of like an amateur one. Uh, Two of the men that were part of the investigation team came to the room that Rose was said to haunt. Uh, They knocked on the door and asked where she was. And there was a very small response in a woman-y type voice that says, in a corner. Okay. And when they knocked again and asked if they came in, she very startedly and, like, apparently screamed no. Like, it is super audible. Like, wow. no is, like, with exclamation points. Yes. Did not want okay. these two coming in. And that is all that was there was about that story. Oh. So I don't know if, like, the lady in that paranormal team was able to get anything else. But she, Rose did not want those two men in her room of haunting. Stranger danger. Yes. Don't matter. Does not matter. But yeah, um, so Buffalo Central <laughs> Terminal, it's still being talked about again, being rest restored. Um, the ghost hunter guys did tell the lady that was part of the I guess she's part of the restoration team. I'm not really sure. Um, that there was nothing malicious in any of the spirits that they, you know, got activity from. Um yeah. they were all just basically either Spirits still waiting for loved ones to come home or spirits of loved ones that came back, came back, but, you know, yeah. didn't come back. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> even the weird demonic sounding thing, they don't think was malicious. They just think it was like a residual sound that just kind of got picked up and distorted. Yeah. So okay. they told her, like, don't worry. But I'm kind of curious, like, if they, like, when they do start renovating if that will increase the activity any well, or like put them in would a state have to of think. confusion. Yeah. That would be more my thing. And you also have to think how much of that is residual, you know, even though they're communicating and, you know, picking up these noises. I mean, that place was hopping. So how, how much. Like, how does the residual sound like, how does that even work? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm working on finding out the answer. Yeah. Right. You remember those cults I joined? Nice. <laughs> a few episodes ago. Ooh. I'm doing some serious research. Serious Soros. Soros research. Soros researching. Yeah. Which we all know is out of line for me, so. A little bit, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, it'll probably be one hell of a, a topic. So, yeah. there you go Buffalo Central Terminal in New York heck yeah that was cool yeah but oh god thermal behavior. I'm gonna send you the link what so if that was residual it. that'd be really kind what of strange what if little hunchback lady was re- resi- residual uh, how do you what how do you explain that how how well that is true because you have be to I think that was probably a ghosty because you'd have to have different, like it's colder on the thermal, right? Yeah. So yeah, I guess that was a ghosty. That couldn't be residual. Which is also strange, like the fact that spirits are colder. 
I feel like I need to nope. look into this. They don't have any body heat. They don't have a body. Yes. How are they going to have put off heat? I don't know. Magic? Ghosty oh. powers? Okay. Like. We'll run with it. Why do our bodies put off heat? Because we're human? Yeah, but but I'm not sciencey enough to know what causes body heat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the blood, uh, you know, I, flowing. There you go, blood. Yep, blood, blood. We'll, we'll we'll run with it. That's the one thing we have that ghosties don't have: blood and bones and tissue and and fat and muscle, everything and skin and eyes and lungs, organs. Anyway, okay. Hair. So, um, <laughs> thank you. I was just gonna keep naming shit off. <laughs> Anyway, uh, join us next week for another <laughs> random ass fucking episode. Actually, next week is going to be a discussion topic, right? Yes. No. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Do we know what we're discussing yet? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. So next week will we be don't. fun. Yes, next week will be fun. We'll have plenty of time to look something up. Okay, so I'll do it at 2 o'clock before we... Yeah. Like, I'll do it an hour before we we record. Perfect. Can't it wait. seems to work out well for me. It does. You're doing really well. I, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, find us on the socials, social media. <gasps> Facebook. Instagram. Yeah, and we're Patreon. adding it. <gasps> Are we going to add it? Discord. Discord. We're Is it, it ready? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I have... noticed you were posting the shit out of shit today. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I got all the permissions good. The only thing I need to add now is a ticket tool so people can submit like problems and whatnot anonymously. So I'm fixing that now, but I will send you the link Discord. for that. Post it on the website. I'll add it to our little banner. There you go. Yep. Um, send us topic ideas or suggestions or a little hello or anything at chatter at gmail.com. Easy. Easy stuff. Yep. Or you can actually also submit it off our website. I have a submission form on the website. So. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, I've never seen this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, go to the website. Do the submission thing. <laughs> Everything's on the website, honestly. I'm telling you, I have pimped this website out, and I have known nothing about designing websites, and I feel like I'm doing really good. It's really good. Like the other day, I was scrolling through episode goods because I was reminiscing after editing, and I was like, I'm going to actually go check this out. Sure shit, like Sabrina has four or five pictures, one link. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah has five or six links, one picture. One picture. Yeah, one picture. We balance each other out really, really well. Yeah, it's really good. Really, really well. So, it's beautiful. I do need to update it, though, because of the move and everything. I have not been able. I think I'm behind two episodes. Oh, that's okay. But by the time this comes out, we'll be all cut up. You'll be good. Uh, Yeah, so, um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for the 250 downloads. We're moving on up. Pretty soon, you guys. That's really cool. Can hear some ads. What? I know. Pretty soon. Ads? I'm gonna say pretty soon. We'll see. Yeah, but we're not gonna put them in between our Fuck our episodes. No. That's so annoying. You guys can just be bombarding it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, never forget you. Love you long time. Long time. See you next week. <laughs>